Welcome to Between Two Furrows, where two bros talk about art and try to figure out the f***ing universe. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Check, Check it out. out. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway. What's up, Scott? Not much. Feeling pretty good from work today. We were working with carts. I finally was taught how to uh, wrangle the carts in. Uh, first, mm. I was taught how to use the... Uh, this is at Target, by the way. Um, yeah. I was taught how to use the uh, the machine that kind of pushes it for you. It's like, oh, it pushes it by itself with the remote. Oh, okay. Oh, and Yeah, and so I thought it was like... um like a last thing yeah but um i was at the front of the car of all the carts and then i would be pressing like like the turtle or the rabbit depending on uh, which speed i want and so uh it pushes it for you and all you have to do is turn it and it's like oh that's cool um but i actually found it easier to get the carts manually without it where you would uh latch all of the buckles together like between the carts mm. and then i would oh, be I able that. to not have to worry about the uh what is it the the put i guess you could just call it a push trolley kind of thing uh and i wouldn't have to just be right by each uh i forget all the terms that they use but uh each place where they uh put all the carts in the parking lot i can just like go around bay. yeah like a bay yeah so, so like i can just car bay, whatever yeah yeah so i can just set them uh set them up however i choose and i don't have to like specifically block a person for a pretty long time with the the trolley in front to put the carts in um so yeah it's actually a little easier to get them by hand i think i don't know anything about that i'm just in the back of the warehouse (laughs) throwing stuff off of the truck well not off the truck but off the shipment but um so is that your main duty just getting carts uh, I was first introduced that uh, introduced to that today. Um, mm. Took a little longer than I thought, but I've been uh, cashier trained for Target at least. Cashier trained, uh, being like um, a greeter slash person who prepares the carts for, with like hand sanitizer and whatnot. Gotcha. Um, helping people find lanes, uh, find registers, and then also helping out with the self checkout as well. So I have oh, including the um, fetching the carts. So that's four different things I've been trained for. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, how's the holiday season been for you? So far. The, the holiday season actually has not been as bad as I thought it would have been. Um, because yeah. Target, yeah, they rolled out their um, Black Friday deals at least. I th- at least a week out in advance, maybe even two weeks, so then they could mitigate the uh, number of people that would be in the stores. Because on Friday, I was like, why is it like so dead in here? What the heck? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense compared to what yeah. Black Friday is supposed to be. You know. Honestly, I think Black Friday should just be a black week. Because that way, you know, people actually have time to get to the sales. And, and yeah. you know how a lot of the time when the store would close, not close, but like, after Black Friday, a lot of things would be like a certain percentage off because they just have overstock of it. Mm-hmm. If you mean, because it's just a one day thing. So, like, the amount yeah. of people that would show up on that one day, yeah, it could be a big volume of people. But if you put it across of an entire week, 
you could probably get rid of a whole fucking store worth of stock Oof. if you had like all the deals going because let's be honest like if you want to put deals out for a week people are going to come in and they're going to buy like you're going to make money it doesn't matter yeah and like it's just one week out of the year a lot of people are pretty impulsive so they'll buy throughout the year anyway mm-hmm. so whatever anyway let's talk about art yeah <laughs> uh i kind of wanted to discuss the topic of character design with you today Ooh, okay yeah um so i guess i'll start the conversation out with mm-hmm. um do you have any characters in mind and what do you think makes a good character's design hmm a character that i have in mind i think it was one of my very first ones that I did a redesign of, I think, in high school, right when I was getting back into, um, or when I first started getting into digital art. Mm. Um, what was <laughs> I, I forget if I renamed him, but his original name is uh, Kafuchi. Kofuchi? And so, yeah, Kafuchi. Mm. And Ka so... Ka. Ka. Yeah, K-A-F-U-C-H-I. Okay, you could. So, I think I can spell that in Hiragana. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he was based heavily, heavily, before the redesign, uh, off of, I forget his name, but the, um, the boy character from Ape Escape 3 mm. um, uh, on PS2. And so I really loved the um the boy character's design on ape escape it's like very very like uh young younger age shonen kind of look uh imagine like a very comfortable medium between pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. oh okay i got yeah, that look that's a good one okay yes so like the facial shape and the eyes are reminiscent of pokemon and then the hair is not super overdone but kind of like reminiscent of what you might see in Yu-Gi-Oh. that's actually kind of funny because you didn't yeah you're, you don't like pokemon <laughs> <laughs> i mean or like i mean it's not that you don't like it you're just not oh, you yeah. just didn't fall into that track on train Yeah, yeah. Said in what they're doing with um like how they redesigned it for I think Sun and what Sun and Moon. Oh, Sun and Moon. I think when they went to Uh I haven't seen it but I've heard that oh they did God. a lot of interesting stuff with it for the Alola. Me, uh, we me and Melissa ate that up. Ooh, okay. That was a good show, yeah. That was reminiscent uh. of the first Pokémon season. If I don't know, I feel like you should watch the first season of Pokémon just mm. to like soak it in. Because, like, that's okay. back when it was nostalgic and it was just new and it was made for just Pokemon fans. It wasn't really made for, like, uh, TVY7, in my opinion. I mean, it, mm. of course, it ended up being that way, but it's got topics in there that you wouldn't catch as a kid, and it's funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, the pacing of it is just good and whatever. But um, huh. if you watch that and then you watch Sun and Moon, you'll really appreciate it. Sun and Moon, is uh, it, come, it came a long way, but it still feels good, and it'll throw back to Season 1. Wow. Very heavily in the middle. It just feels good. It's very well done. Okay, okay. But um, back on the topic of the character <laughs> design. 
is one thing I wanted to talk. Well, not well I'll touch on for your design. What do you think made the decision of Ash and Yugi a good character design for you, for your character? Like, why uh, did why did you pick those guys? Uh, so oh, that's just for um oh, and his name is actually K, so K E I from Ape Escape. That's the uh, okay, boy gotcha. character. Uh, play right, right, right. You um, but what have why the Yugi and Ash fusion? Like what? I guess the synthesis that you made into this character. So, that. oh, that's just describing uh, K from Ape Escape. How I guess you could sum it up to oh, okay. the fusion of that. But um, what I did for I think I started drawing the very first designs of him back in like fourth, I think fourth grade or so. Right. Uh, I fell off the. I fell off with that, I think, into fifth grade, and then I think completely in sixth grade. Oh, no, not fourth grade. No, no. Uh, fifth and sixth grade, and then eighth grade was more focusing on uh, getting, like, more work done in school. I didn't draw as much, but then I think I redesigned him uh, when I was getting back, or when I, I keep saying getting back into it, uh, when I was first getting into digital art, and I gave him a red color scheme and I redesigned his hair because the first design was pretty much a copy and paste. It was like a very low fidelity version of K from Ape Escape. Um, I see. Yeah, but it was all monochrome. There were I didn't color him at all. Uh, only with graphite. I only used um, shades of the graphite pencil. But the jacket was there. Uh, I don't think I really gave him specific shoes, but the hair and the jacket were the. Uh, the center focus of that character design back mm. in the day. And then when I made the redesign, I was big into, well, at that time I was bigger into Sonic um, kind of aesthetics, but it wasn't really a Sonic aesthetic that I put in there, but there was a larger focus on um, a shoe design. And yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, it was a much more fleshed out design and I moved away from having it look so much like K, because his hair is like um, a, a pretty purplish blue, I guess you could say. Um, went the total opposite direction with red, um, or not opposite, you know, but like a hotter direction You're with red. Playing with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there weren't any goggles. A lot of white in it. He has a lot of, or no, he has a whitish jacket, but there's just red, honestly. Um, the hair. I need to show you a picture of it, but the hair, uh, looking back on it, it's pretty awkward. It's like, eh, that wouldn't translate very well, at least if you wanted to have it rendered in a way that would work in a three-dimensional space, um, unless you wanted to work as if, like, no-holds-barred Yu-Gi-Oh, where they literally don't even care how the hair works. Oh, God, yeah, like kind of like <laughs> Cloud Strife, all oh, those guys. Yeah. Sort yeah. Of. It has, so yeah, it has, it has those vibes where it's like the hair looks cool 2D, but then 3D. But, is, is uh, a different fucking Yu-Gi-Oh is notorious for ridiculous hair. Ugh. Like, uh, have you seen this? Uh, is it Yu-Gi-Oh? Five Ds. Yeah, have you seen like, the main character of that guy? Have you seen that guy's hair? I don't even remember which one is which, but I know currently that a lot of them look like they have plastic for hair. I think the one that's most tame, in my opinion, I remember his name is Jaden. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jaden's yeah, my yeah. favorite, actually. Yeah, Jaden, he has, like, the most tame hairstyle out there you of go. all of the protagonists. Check this guy. 
check this guy. Oh, that guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember him. It's like crazy. Wow. I don't even know how the game works at that point. When he showed up, I was like, I don't even, I can't even play this game anymore. Yeah, I, about yeah, I remember trying to get into Yu-Gi-Oh. I went to um, Books a Million. They had um, like a weekly just gathering of all these Yu-Gi-Oh players. And it's like, oh, this is really cool. I want to get into it. But then it was all bodied. these. Yeah, same. <laughs> I went to a tournament. I got bodied. And then I was just like, well, I guess I'll take my booster pack and go home a loser. Like, <laughs> like you get a you get like a $5 entry fee. And then even oh, if you win, win or lose, they give you, like, a fucking $5, like, booster pack for your time. Huh. Huh. But, yeah, I got bodied real quick and then left, Oof. and I was just like, you know what? That wasn't even fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Dang. Really. I didn't have the drive to continue to try to be good at that. Yeah, it's just so many cards. And I understand that you can have, like, a personalized deck, and there's the cool thing about, oh, you have to shuffle your personalized deck. It's like, you don't know what you're going to get, and you have to just roll with the flow and everything, but it's like, there's so many goddamn cards and so many fusions, and, like, I, I didn't even know about, like, the fusions before, that you can, like, stack them. It's like, what? what yeah. It, it got out of hand for me. I like yeah. games that are simple and they don't change because I'm a, that's <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Um, okay, character design. Well, yeah, that's, um, that was my experience at least first with, I guess like a two tiered kind of thing where it's like the first design with like heavy inspiration and then a redesign and then uh, what was what was your first introduction for like a character design that you worked on? I did a lot of character concepts when I was a kid. I never made any of them solid, though. <laughs> like, honestly, I had, like, I actually found the sketchbook when I ended up here in Florida. Um, I opened it up, and there's, like, just a lot of, like, character mm. sheets, technically. It's, like, one one pose characters, usually. Like, I usually didn't have the, the energy to, like, I don't know. Usually it took me a long time to get a sketch to where I wanted it to be, so I didn't want to draw another sketch next to it in the same session. So, yeah, I would just do one-offs of these characters, usually with really big jackets and long swords and, like, really edgy names. And then I would just be like, this guy's blood type is blood A-, minus, and he has, <laughs> he has a sword, and he... Uh, it's all I got. I'll come back later. And then I never did. And then I would just make a whole bunch of those. But I think when I started making the Lost Giant series, like ideas, um, that's something I'm still working on. It's a game in the future. Hmm. But uh, when I started working on their designs, I was starting to take things a little bit more seriously. But I never really researched character design until like late last year before oh, yeah. everything. But um. Yeah, I designed a, a few characters from the Lost Giant series. I designed Jack, and I designed his friend Isaac, and then I designed his worst nemesis. I forgot his name, but those are the only three characters that I truly fleshed out. Mm. Um, I took a lot of inspiration from, like, Naruto for, like, eyes for mm -hmm. certain, like, because I wanted there to be, like, eye magic kind of thing going on. And then... Um, a lot of my characters end up having headbands. I don't know why, but that's just my thing. Uh, I like that. There's a couple characters in my new in the manga that I'm working on independently that have headbands. 
well, one of the main characters at least. Uh, mm. I took a headband off of Silas because I was like, there's too many headbands. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he was the only one that I really character designed. I was just thinking about like old clothing, not super, super old, but like what a regular person would be wearing maybe in like 1700s, not like uh, someone super, super important wearing a wig or whatever. Mm. But like that kind of guy. And then thinking about how that can tie into the land. And I was thinking a lot more about world building. Cause like, honestly, everything goes into character building. If you think about it, like hmm. if your character's wearing a jacket and your, your background's always sunny, it's kind of just like, why is this guy here in his jacket? Like, you gotta kind of take a lot of things into, you know, story. Like if you live yeah. in Florida, you're probably wearing flip-flops. You're not going to wear like, closed toes shoes every day oh, like, yeah. that kind of stuff like um all right craig just hang in there for another like 20 minutes we'll just do a short episode if it messes up again i'm going and then i'll try to find an alternative so we can get you know our own thing going yeah Alrighty. sorry about that guys we were probably talking about character design i was talking about setting and why that's important to the character design because obviously you need to design a character to survive in the environment he's in and i was sliding this over to scott he was talking about something about i think i gave him a little bit of an idea of something i don't know yeah so i remember i think i hit a wall at one point where it's like, oh, I made a character. I don't need too many characters. And so I was so excited with digital art and how, I guess luckily for me, it really shaped my um, growth as an artist, where I didn't fall into one singular art style, but I was so excited to just try all these different art styles that I thought were cool. Uh, and so I nev I don't think I even really have a really default default art style of my own that i fall back into i could be developing one right now but i rarely use it and it's more of like a gritty kind of like a graphite kind of feel at least for um digital art mm -hmm. but there was a time um from when i first got into digital art with oh no it wasn't even then it was basically in high school from high school to uh, I'd say about halfway through college is when, honestly, I would be drawing only myself a lot. And so I became comfortable uh, with, um, you know, like how I draw my hair and it's like really jagged. Some It's trade like the way that I draw my afro, at least uh, if I'm drawing myself, it's pretty jagged and it still looks fluffy, but it's like those jagged lines uh, reminiscent of, say, um, uh, the boondocks, I guess you could say. Gotcha, yeah, yeah, like Afro Samurai kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would only really think about outfit design and not so much character design because in that time when I was, or during that time when I was mainly drawing myself, I found it a little bit more difficult than I had expected to create, uh, I think, the one or two times when I tried to make a new character. And it's like, oof, this is actually kind of tough. To 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 at least just think of something uh, new or fresh, I was just, I kind of plateaued. Um, I feel with, 
yeah, with exploring new uh, character design ideas. I loved looking at Pinterest and everything, but I never took that home with trying that out with new characters. It's like, okay, how can I make um, an interesting character that, um, you know, could serve a purpose? And I think it, I thought about how if I made a new character, I would want to use them. And then if I kept making new characters it's like oh, i don't know what to do with all these characters what am i gonna do and so i thought of that <laughs> as a problem because i think I, yeah, oh, yeah yeah I yeah. Get you. yeah i wanted to use all these cool characters it's like oh it's such a cool character but i what didn't want to just leave them on the wayside yeah I, what i think is what i'm hearing is the same thing that i was dealing with as well is there's no there wasn't anyone that was like this is how you do it there wasn't anyone being like, you make a whole bunch of characters or you write a story, then you make the characters fall in the story. But there's also no one telling you at the same time that once you get all the ideas out, you get the story written, then you have to make the the product. Like, so all these sketches and all these illustrations are just kind of like the warm up to the idea. Like, I guarantee you Avatar The Last Airbender looked completely different at the beginning stages than where it does now. Because, yeah. like, it had to, you had to understand what Aang was, and they didn't know who Aang was. They didn't know what the air monks were. They didn't know there was four nations. Like, they didn't know any of that. They had to, like, come to fruition. And then once they finally were like, okay, this is what Aang looks like, then they had to design everything that kind of looked like it. So they had to make rules for their style. And then they had to follow those rules throughout the entirety of the series so it would all look correct. And then we're not at that stage, bro. Like we're we make we make pictures, we make characters, and we're just like, we want this to look good. And that's like the idea we have. We were we're like anatomy, lighting, color, personality. That's what we're looking for right now. Yeah. And then <laughs> And then when we have all that stuff finished, we have our entire story done, and then we start making that comic, right? Then we have to make everything look right and look look at like the same. And then we'll be like, we'll be drawing the same page for an entire day trying to get it right. Like that's where it is. Like that's that's the point we have to get to, and no one really told told us that. So like that's why we were trying to find like that's why everybody's worried about a style, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A style is something that you establish when when the idea is concrete mm. like i don't and like even the idea might not even be concrete but at some point you have to pull the trigger and be like i'm going with this style oh, and then mm. after because like you're not gonna feel right once you put that page down right and then the next page is a different art style like that doesn't make sense to you so yeah. you're gonna go back and yeah. be like okay what did i do in this art style like you're gonna be like oh this line is round and like the head is round, so I should use really round shapes for the head. So I'll always use this same shape when I set up this face. Or I'll, like, I'll always use this same shape when I'm setting up this turn of the head for this specific character. And then you'll have the same rules applied to other, other, other characters, and then you'll have your rules for the background characters. Like, you'll just, you'll need to have rules and then consistency. Like, that's, remember that, uh, that manga video that you showed me? Mm-hmm. Like where they have specific people that do specific things, like that's yeah, yeah, very much like what it is. It's like this guy does the style in this way, and then they talk about it, and then they're just like, okay, we're gonna draw it this way, and then they do, and then because like 
if you think about it, all of those artists are drawing one style. Like, it's it's weird. It's like a whole, it's a whole machine that produces the same ink work. But like, yeah, they're just paying attention to everybody's style, and then they have rules. Like, there's an Ethan Becker video about this too. Like, he talks about uh, Cujo. Ah, what is it called? There's this uh, animated series on Netflix. But he was going to work as a storyboard artist slash like, and a keyframe I think animator. And um, he was like getting explained the style and he was like that doesn't work for me because that's not my style and like I see what you're doing but like it's very rigid like you you have rules for like like there's a reason why Gumball looks like Gumball in the incredible world of Gumball amazing world of Gumball for like the entire series and like he he looks the same all the way across but maybe like the rendering gets better but mostly it's just the same shapes yeah yeah I think the yeah I think the show is it called Keepa keep i believe so it's like a yeah pink yeah pink yeah because when you yeah yeah when you said rigid is like oh yeah it must be keepo because it's like so many straight lines and everything's like really pointy like yeah, their that's, joints that's, are really pointy that's that's planned like that's all important like it's all on purpose like mm-hmm. that's something we need to get to like we'll be doing that in our manga once we finish writing like the story and stuff yeah everything is going to be planned and that's like the hardest part like that's when you become honestly like you break the threshold into the comic maker or the artist artist because like that'll be the time where you're constantly working on the same thing and throwing something away because it doesn't look right like constantly because it's not going to be it's not going to be does this look good anymore it's going to be like does this look good and then does it also look like the other shit that i did Oh, like, geez. Oh, God. exactly. I can't wait for that. <laughs> I, can't I can't wait for that, that level. Well, like, I want that level Ugh. of expertise. Like, yeah. that's what I want. But <laughs> trust me, dude, like, we have to think about it that way. That's it. That's like uh-huh. the hard work that we have to put in. Mm. Man, the one thing that I want to do next, uh, to really get a feel for it and to see what it feels like. Uh, after having made it, uh, yes, is definitely. a professional style sheet for a series because uh, I think I told you about the uh, uh, that one newspaper comic series, right? That um, yeah, yeah, that had ended unfortunately because of a lack of planning and a lack of a yeah, like not even a style like the style sheet. It's like you don't really need it for that fidelity level of a. A comic that's going to a four-panel comic that appears in a newspaper, or that would have appeared in a newspaper. Yeah. Um, but we didn't even have like a name, like a consistent name sheet for like a good portion of the, the cast, and and it was like a small cast. So it's like, what? How did that not get done? I don't understand. So, yeah, it's what I'm really excited for is to step away from, um, kind of it being loosey-goosey and then starting it's like okay this like what you're saying this is definitely yeah yeah definitely what it would look like yeah yes oh yeah i want to it's something that i've been kind of chasing um for a couple years it's just the kind of it's something about the maybe the output or the rendering of the line art that gives it kind of like a really fleshed out feel. It's a very subtle feeling. I don't know if it's just because I'm looking at this page for like 
hours on end, and I know it's mine because I know where I put each stroke. But a pair, uh, compared to like another person's art, um, say like through what three rod on? Wait, you know three rod? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I do. I follow uh, too many people on Instagram. I'm trying to curate it down to like people that draw the same things that I'm interested in. So I stop yeah. wasting my imagination on things that I'm not trying to work <laughs> on. Like uh, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to consume smart too. Cause if you get motivated in the wrong direction, you can be distracted. Oh shoot. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I think that happens to me every now and again or like something. I feel like a lot of people let their mind just drive them, and I'm trying to stop letting my mind drive me. Mm, yeah, because I think I get really excited for something, uh, and then I'm making plans to actually execute it, and then something else happens, and I get distracted, and then, uh, and I don't even mean for it to happen, but then the drive, it just like fizzles away because I'm just focusing on something else, and it's like, oh. And then yeah. I have to wait for it to come back again or whatever. If I want to feel oh. the same exact rush, you know, but I can still work on it. It's like, I'll yeah. still be excited, but it's like, it's always nice to have that, like, really, and for me at least, that really energetic, like, it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, let's definitely. get this done. Yeah. Um, That's definitely what I want. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But I guess back to the rendering, it's something about the way that it's rendered, I don't know. Um, I've always been playing with uh, what um, like non-aliasing elements of like how the pixels are arranged for uh, Clip Studio when you use a raster line when you draw with a brush, a certain brush. Uh, should it look like really crisp or should it be like a little blurry to make it look a little softer? I don't know. It's something about the way that some art digital artwork is rendered, it just kind of pops in a different way. Do you um, uh, do you pay attention to your artists? Like um, when you say you're when you're making a piece, do you look at other pieces that your artists make while you're making that piece? Yeah, yeah. So one one experiment that I tried a little while ago, and it's like, oh, so that's how I can make it look like that. Is I was studying this artist on instagram and he has a lot of really uh pop art kind of looking stuff um essentially they're uh he makes a lot of character designs but i was studying the way that he does his inking and the oh way God, that he inks don't he get me started on the inking <laughs> keep going and it, yeah it's not even as complicated as it may sound but it's just the way that there is a certain like um bloom oh, uh, to his light uh, to his line art actually just and to uh just to demystify this before you continue i'm not even scared of inking anymore <laughs> i actually think it's my favorite part now oh wow okay okay yeah because i after i started sketching and doing stuff on paper my inking feels more calculated like it feels like it has a space mm. to land like when i was doing digital inking it just felt like i was making lines and fixing mm. things and it just made me my line art take forever but now oh. I'm able to just like go switch, 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 and then be kind of done. And I Ooh, like that. nice. Yes. But um, before I forget, also I want to show you this guy because he helps. Mm -hmm. I want to draw a whole bunch of these poses mm -hmm. that he has done, and you'll see exactly why. <laughs> Once you see like the first couple of rows with all of this foreshortening and crazy stuff going oh, on. Oh wait. Look I... at all of these poses, dude. I haven't They're seen so. Those 
good. Like, Damn. I want to copy all these poses for my characters because of how dynamic they are, how poppy they are. Like, the, I want to look at the lighting and look at all this stuff, bro. Like, Damn, it's so I'm good. looking. Yeah, I'm looking at um the Beerus one, and it's like, wait, there's like soft kind of inking for his body, but then the energy is like this really harsh. Yeah, exactly. Energy. It's like, what the heck? But it works. <laughs> oh man, because I'm actually trying to do a foreshortening exercise for myself. It's actually, yeah, which one could you say that looks like the most? I guess you could say it looks most like um, Kefla. Is that Kefla? Kefla. Khalifa? Uh, oh, yeah, Khalifa. Khalifa. No, that's Kefla. Kefla, you're right. Oh, okay, Kefla. So the difference, mean. yeah, the difference um, between them is that um, my fist that would be in the foreground is actually off screen. And mm. so I'm trying to work on having it still look believable even if the the closest point is off screen got you yeah so huh. it's still trying to make it look like it's still extending into the foreground and not just going like to the side you know hmm. i think that would be in the way that you draw the character because uh a lot of things i've been thinking about is kind of like uh eye flow if that makes sense kind of like panel flow if you set the picture up in a way that it like kind of flows from the character then to off screen it'll make it feel more like that kind of like how this kefla picture is set up you kind of look oh. at her you either look at the fist then you go down to the elbow and then you go to the face mm -hmm. or you go face elbow fist like that's the flow that he's got here oh hmm. and um for anybody listening, this is Garrett underscore Hannah, 87, uh, G-A-R-R-E-T-T underscore H-A-N-N-A, 87. Really dynamic and a lot of good foreshadowing art. He draws a lot of Dragon Ball Z characters, so if you're interested in that, check it out. He's yeah, a really good looks... artist. Looks a lot of cool stuff here. But, yeah, uh, I'm yeah, actually... I'm really about flow. Yeah, I'm really liking the Hercule picture that they worked on. There's a lot of good ones here, man. Ooh, that's nice. But yeah. Like, uh, if you look at that storm picture, it's kind of the same thing going on. You kind of look at her face, and then it kind of travels down the arm shape. So if you can accentuate that shape of just, like, face line that, like, you know those uh, the line of action? Yeah. If you can draw a stiff, straight line of action for the arm, starting from front to back, or, like, wherever the body is turned, you can probably pull off that pose. Like, I'm trying to... I'm really trying to drill like why people do the poses that they do and how to make them look dynamic in composition. It's just mind fucking me, honestly. <laughs> I'm trying to get better at it. Oh, oof. These are also nice. Yeah, dude. I follow him specifically because I want to do the same. Because he, every, oh God, friggin' alarm went off. But every pose he does, is like a challenge like it's, they don't really look easy yeah every pose he does just feels really difficult for the most part i mean there's some quote-unquote easy ones but everyone deserves a break <laughs> it's a lot of good stuff here mm, uh, uh what was yeah. okay wait wait oh okay i wonder if i don't know if i'd be able to find them uh dang but 
the person that I was trying to do or trying to emulate their uh, line bloom, I guess you could just say it's line bloom. Mm. Uh, they had a color version and then just an inked version. And I was like, uh, oh. Uh, and so I was like, wait, how is how are they making their like line art like pop so much, even though it's just like the background and then the black ink? And it's like uh, after a couple minutes, I saw, oh, it's kind of like a bloom for their lines. And it's like, I guess you can't even say it's like a bloom because it's not getting like brighter, I guess. It's just a smooth gradient that uh, helps make the line art pop even more. And so I started doing that for, uh, which one? Uh, I think for some of my um, chibi designs. Let's see, there you go. Uh, which ones? I don't even remember which ones. I think ahead. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Did I... You did some soft gradient kind of things right now. I guess not. Oh no, yeah, it was for the one with the uh the pink haired girl with the. Oh, it is okay. I thought so. Yeah, yeah, and so when I did that, it's like, oh wow, that actually looks really nice. And so when I turned like it, like the little off, purples. Uh, I guess the, like in the middle next to the eyes, going to uh, the edges of the hair. So I think it's most noticeable near the bottom with the cast shadow. Cast shadow. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a little bit. It feels like there's a little bit of kind of like maybe like subtle light effects, but it's just like a, a constant gradient around all the line art, and it makes it pop a little bit more, and it doesn't look as flat. Mm. Yeah, and so that's just one subtle trick that I wanted to experiment with. It's like, oh, okay, that's actually pretty cool. Um, but there's a bunch other more that I'd like to try that I don't even know how I could describe them or if they have like specific names. Um yeah, I think here and there I'm just trying to pick up um kind of like subtle techniques to switch in and out for um whichever art style that I want to tackle that would help emphasize it more because there was one um there was that one time where I was actually with that same chibi I was doing like the outline mm -hmm. like that second outline and see, yeah yeah, it kind of helps. Um, for some art pieces where the line art is really thin, um, only doing it in specific places kind of helps it pop more in a different way. Uh, kind of like um, maybe like a like a billboard kind of way, and it's not just it's more oh, like it's, an outline, not in like the little small details, I guess. Yeah, it kind of at least the skating one that I did. Uh, remember that orange skating one? Yeah, that's yes. the best example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love the way that the hand came out, the leading hand. I love the way yeah, that Yeah, you did came a good out. job on that. And then the, the outline really accentuates the sweaty part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, if the line art is really uh, thin, um, adding it in just a couple places uh, can help it pop in a different way and um, different than if you just made the lines thicker. Definitely. Yeah, so I'm just playing a lot with line art styles. I might steal that. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Trust me. Try it. It's fun. I try to make a brush to just do the outline for me, but it's like, eh. Oh. It's kind of, it's it's like a chisel, and so it's like you don't have as much control, but mm. say if you want just like a straight line or you're working specifically in one direction uh, with 
your stylus, it's like, yeah, it could work. But yeah, there is. Hmm? Oh, well, to talk about your thing with trying to make things pop, I think the more you overlay or like layer your characters, you do a pretty good job of it already. I think that'll pop more. Like, hmm, how can I say this? Like, you have a lot of chibi characters, right? Yeah, recently, yeah. <laughs> you wanna, you, you probably are just getting, I don't want to say bored, just kind of a little burned out on just drawing chibis. I think that's kind of like the spot you're in. Obviously, they're turning out good, and you're being very creative with them. I just think you want to do more, I don't know, kind of like these boxing photos, and then more kind splashes of, of color. It's like, I feel like if you did a full character with full color and full lighting effects and stuff, you'll be satisfied with what you can do. Yeah, personally. honestly. Yeah, that's how I felt with the change of pace with the lighter background color chibi, the most recent one. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm trying to keep it fresh because I know in the beginning I had like, this is my process. It only takes me like an hour to do a chibi. But then it's like that got me pretty drained. And so yeah. it was after like the first two boxing pictures that's like okay how can i elevate this more and so that's when i first introduced the uh the line blush i guess you could say it's like line blush uh the guy with the uh the blue tank top and it's like oh okay that actually makes it feel a little bit more alive and so then i carried that on to the next one um who knows if i might find a different way or another way to add to the chibi maybe it might be completely different with line art uh, maybe an additive to the line art, but uh, that's what I'm working on. Um, and it might be a different way for how I compose the characters in the first place. Mm. Mm -hmm. I want to see you do bigger characters. <laughs> yeah, I do want to do a full <laughs> character Very design. Um, yeah. That's what I'm trying to force myself to finish. Like, I have this Zaya picture literally right in front of me that I've been working on. I'm trying to get the expression right because I feel like I kind of nailed it for the most part on Silas, but I don't know exactly how to draw Zaya's eyes because I feel like that'll tell more about her personality than anything. Mm, yeah. So I'm trying to make her more of like a tomboy. So I'm trying to find those kind of characters, but I want her to be like a bro. Like I want her to be like, uh, basically, you know how um, Joseph and Caesar are? Yeah. I want that, but like one of them's a girl. That's it. Mm. <laughs> like I want that kind of thing but i'm trying to get the face to work for that so i guess mm -hmm. i'm trying to i don't know i'm looking through characters and stuff like that trying have to you, get the, the eyes down perfect have you tried looking through i guess more jojo female characters no uh, i was thinking about it i'll try with like probably uh lisa lisa sounds like a good one mm. maybe jolene too Oh uh, yeah, I'm really interested on how they're gonna tackle that, um, or if they're going to go on to part six for uh, the anime adaptation. Oh, they definitely will. Yeah, and, I'm wondering uh, what that's gonna look like in the music style, a even. Lot Jeez. of censors. Who? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know really next to nothing about Stone Ocean. I know about seventy percent of it. Yeah, because you're in the middle of that, right? Uh, yeah, I was in the middle of it about a year ago <laughs> when I was reading it, but I thought I dropped I dropped off pretty hard. Uh, I mean, I wasn't trying to. Like, I still think it's worth reading. I'm gonna finish it, but mm -hmm. for now, I've just been doing other stuff. Um, 
Let me see, actually. I'm doodling her eyes right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying yeah. to figure that. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, let me see what I got here. Yeah, mm-hmm. just find it all. What were you saying? Yeah. I guess in the meantime, the way that I felt about uh, having all these characters and it's like, I'm not doing anything, is the same way that I felt about making that um, orange concept, uh, the strong concept on my Instagram, the most recent one. Mm. Because I thought of that name, it's like, oh, that's really cool. I want to like make that into a concept before I forget. And then I guess it's kind of like unnecessary pressure that i'm putting onto myself where it's like you should use it it's a really cool idea man you don't want it to go to waste do you um but it's like no it's just a cool concept it's like okay that's what i did with it and it has its own vibe it's very it has a for hmm what's it for what that whole concept yes uh that was just kind of like playing around first with first i made the logo and then I thought, huh, it kind of I like the grungy kind of effect that I did with the the four and you, uh, along with like the clean kind of uh, typography behind it. And so uh, that was when I was reading a lot uh, about like the history of the Incredible Hulk. And it's like, oh wow, comic book art is actually right. a lot cooler than I remember it being. Uh, at Definitely. least on Marvel's side, um, all comic book art is like really cool, and there's so many different ones to discover. But I was feeling really inspired by that, and I just wanted to make like a more uh, fully realized, more detailed, um, at least depiction of a person. In this case, it was me. Um, trying out some of the techniques that I had seen, it's like, okay, I'm going to try a more detailed take on uh, hatching, because I, I love to use hatching and cross-hatching um, whenever I draw. It's a very simplistic and easy to recognize kind of uh, approach for shading and so i wanted to terms yeah yeah and so i wanted to i guess of like but uh in comic books um especially Especially oh, in, to get on here, yeah. yeah, um, I was inspired by work in the Immortal Hulk specifically. Yeah, that storyline. Um, there's a lot. Of. Yeah, I'll put the shading and like, wow, that's really cool. I'd need to try that sometime. Instead of just having uh, the whole block of color just be straight hatching, uh, I can try a blob of color and then around the edges if I want to have kind of like a, uh, like a depiction of a gradient of the shadow. It's like, oh, you can lead it out with hatching. It's like, oh, that's really cool. And so this is like the first step in experimenting with how I can use hatching if I put it closer together to make it look smoother because from farther away mm. my computer's making the picture a lot smaller um, of course. <laughs> um the hatching looks a lot better than um what i would usually do yeah because you were really really dialing it in i feel mm. like i was doing the same thing when i would be drawing it's uh 
this whole like fucking taking myself seriously am i making money with this am i able to call myself a professional artist all that shit like all that shit bleeds into it and you're just like oh well i'll let this one line slide because i'm not making money with it anyway but no like i want my art to look good and when you take time to really really dial in what you're doing like Mm -hmm. um that Silas picture I sent you and how dramatically it changed from like the the sketch on paper. Like I really, really wanted to make sure that I was doing the right thing here and I was getting closer to what I want. And I don't want to like see all my mistakes all the time and then just be okay with them. Like I want to get better. Like I talk about this in my my recent YouTube video. Um, But yeah, I was dealing with the same thing, like with the turning of limbs and not really studying how clothing works. So it's kind of like, <clears throat> oh, this is my point exactly. Um, when I would put folds on clothing, I would just kind of be like, I think it goes here. Uh, yeah. Like, like I, would, I would just be like, I think it goes here instead of like truly knowing where clothes like crumble up on the form. And then I was just like, I caught myself in that thought and I was like, no 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 let's let's figure this out so that's why this silas picture is probably like the best one i've ever drawn of him because the folds are looking way better and like the design's getting closer and like i drew shoes for the first time like properly like i was just like okay i'm gonna take time and make these shoes look right and like the funny thing is i could do it i just wasn't forcing myself to like knock it out of the park i was just like all right i'm just gonna half-ass it like i'll, I'll set my dial to seven instead of ten that's all i got on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah lines are pretty interesting yeah man yeah. you can and you can definitely see them i'm trying to get more into the habit of asking people like what what is wrong with this drawing what am i not seeing i've been staring at it for hours like i need another pair of eyes like and then someone will be like, oh, you drew this shoulder higher than the other one. And I'm like, God damn it. How did I not see that? Like, yeah. And then I fix it and it's better. So mm-hmm. uh, right now I'm just looking for I'm scrolling through all my saved pictures. There's so many. I need to make a different category. Oh, I'm going to send you a uh, picture of this real quick. Jeez, when was the last time I went? Oh, here he is. Here he is. So it's T.M. Wilson. Wait. Yeah, let me show you. This is the pose I have for Zaya right now. I'm trying to get the eyes. I put some Cujo-ish kind of eyes on her for Jolene, but I didn't. It was just really fast done. Like, I'm not going to settle on that. Oh, I see. So, wait, that's that. Let me see. Ooh, nice. Yeah, really trying to push the anatomy. Really trying to get it right. Huh. Yeah, let me send this link to you. It's going to be her front pose, and I got to do a behind shot, kind of like the Silas sheet. Mm. Not showing you guys this on the podcast yet. Oh, yeah, this guy's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've seen this them before? Great. Yeah, t.m.wilson on Instagram for those who are listening. He's great. He's yeah. got a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, that's who I was trying to emulate the uh, line blush from. 
uh, when you go to yeah it was like how are they doing that and so all i did um just for um step by step kind of thing in clip studio um i made a duplicate of the line art layer i expanded the thickness of the line art um maybe like oh, by like three or five um i guess degrees or point or points of thickness i guess you could say and then I put a Gaussian blur on top of it. Mm. Yeah, and so I think I put that up, um, the slider for the Gaussian blur on... Ooh. Maybe oh. about... Hmm? Oh, Discord did something weird for a second. Continue. Okay, one second. You good? Hello. Oh boy. I think everything's okay. Okay. <laughs> um. So are they like? Oh. Uh. I see. So. Huh, interesting. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out where they make their choices. I kind of see it. For how to put the bloom in? For that line art, yeah, it looks like they're putting bloom where mostly where the light forms on the forms. Like, if you look at the guy's left arm and his shoulder, you probably see this, but there's like kind of like a glow on the line art right there where it touches that light part of the jacket. Yeah. And then above that, on his left shoulder, there's a little bit of purple glow. And then, like, that line art is clearly, like, a bluish-purple kind of color. Mm -hmm. Man, there's so much to dissect in art. I hate it. <laughs> I wish I could just look at stuff and just be like, okay, I, I can do that. Easy. Let's go. <laughs> but that would also take away all the hard work that I've done, so never mind. Oof. Hmm. Yeah, I want to get into light next. I think that's probably my best bit. Because I think oh, yeah. my anatomy is coming together better. I'm being more strict with myself. I'm not letting myself do shitty anatomy anymore. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um, were there any other concepts you wanted to talk about? Do you think we're good for this week? Save it for next week? I think we're good for this week. Because if we talk about all of our topics we won't think of anymore and then we'll be screwed <laughs> so uh i think that was a good session for today uh sorry about the interruption halfway through this podcast everybody but yeah we will uh let me get these five man thank you okay movies copy through items Sorry, moving the podcast stuff. Anyway, yeah, thanks for tuning into this week's podcast. Basically, we just did character design. Next week, we'll talk about something, I promise. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm sorry. Very tired. Craig's kind of working. So we're 
doing our best here. Just thanks for tuning in. Catch you guys next week. All three of you, if there are any of you, it's fine. I'm fine talking to a void. <laughs> but yeah, catch you next Sunday, everybody. See you then.